On Tuesday, we talked about paying taxes to a government that funds abortions. And today the question is different, although somewhat related in the ethical entailments of proximity. The question comes into us from Adam in Sydney, Australia, who asks this. Pastor John, as a software developer, I worry my code could end up running a porn site or a warplane in the future. Do developers of new technologies have responsibilities over how an innovation may be reapplied for evil in the future? I think of examples like nuclear science and the atom bomb, or a more contemporary example would be artificial intelligence and sexually submissive robotics. So, Pastor John, what advice would you have for Adam? Three factors come to mind for Adam to ponder and take into consideration, which I hope will give some guidance. The first one is that some things are so good and so right and so necessary that we should go ahead and do them or speak them or create them, even though we are relatively sure they're going to be misused. And the example in the Bible that I think about is Paul's doctrine of justification by faith. He says in Romans 3.28, we hold that one is justified by faith apart from works of the law. Now, when he put that doctrine forward among people who are hostile, he knew what they would do with it. They would twist it. And they would make it mean, oh, cool, I don't have to do any works. So, Romans 3, 8, why not do evil that good may come, as some people slanderously charge us with saying their condemnation is just. So, Paul Paul was being accused of saying, let's do evil that good may come, because he taught that law and law-keeping are not the foundation of our justification before God. Same thing in Romans 5.20, where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. What then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? So Paul knew on, on various hands. So did Peter, by the way, when grace was turned to licentiousness in, in Second Peter. Paul and Peter knew that when they preached the truth, the whole counsel of God, there were glorious aspects of it that would be twisted and misused to people's very destruction, just like an atom bomb. In fact, my guess is more people are in hell today because of the twisting of Paul's language than from the atom bomb. I think I could say that with pretty pretty serious degree of confidence that the false teaching of depending on works has damned more souls than the atom bomb ever destroyed, and yet Paul went on teaching the truth. So I, I think with regard to many inventions, this is true. I mean, maybe all of them. Roads, wine, hunting guns, cars, smartphones, hundreds of others can all be used for good or turned for evil. And the potential for good, I would argue, is worth the effort. And those who design the good are not necessarily responsible for the evil. So that's my first thing for uh, Adam to consider. Here's the second one. This one's short. Um, a, a second thing to ponder is whether the, the code that he's working on, or whatever, that we, we develop, bring about, is 
minimally useful for good and maximally useful for evil. In other words, there's a certain proportionality that should figure in here. A tiny possibility of some good and a huge possibility of much evil would, I think, cause a Christian to put his creative efforts in another direction. And here's the last one, the last factor to take into consideration. Are there controls that can be attached to the invention that would limit its misuse? something like patent rights or the like. I don't know the laws here or the possibilities, but the principle holds that if you bring something into being that could hurt others, it would be justifiable and loving to find ways of limiting the misuse of the invention. Here's an analogy I thought of. Truett Cathy created the Chick-fil-A sandwich. It's a good sandwich, especially the spicy one. And he, he maintained such control over this sandwich that you can't buy one on Sunday. Why do you do that? Well, he just said, that's a use. I don't want to be made of my sandwich. <laughs> I don't want my sandwich to be used that way. And I don't want my stores to be used that way. And so I'm going to control it. Now, that means there are various ways you can use to control things, and uh, I think Adam should seriously consider that. So here, here they are. Let me summarize them. Number one, the potential for great good is worth the risk of misuse. Number two, small potential for good and great potential for evil would, I think, direct our energies in another way. And third, appropriate controls on what we create to channel it uh, to the best use and minimize its misuse. Thank you, Pastor John, and thank you for the excellent question, Adam. For everything related to this podcast that you need, go to desiringgod.org forward slash ask Pastor John, and there you can send us a brief and specific question like this one from Adam. Tomorrow is Friday, and we will close out the week in epic fashion by talking about... I can't spoil it. I'm your host, Tony Reiki. We'll see you tomorrow.